Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's January 1st. Happy New Year. Lorenzo de' Medici was born on this day in 1449. The Medici family of Florence was rich and powerful. They had come to Florence sometime in the 12th century, although they had started out as just simple Tuscan peasants. But over a couple hundred years, they became incredibly wealthy and powerful. By the middle of the 14th century, they were one of Florence's leading families. And they also had a reputation for being extremely adept at negotiating in the worlds of both politics and money. And this was through legitimate means as well as through things like bribery. Lorenzo de' Medici was described as the most Medici of the Medici. He was nicknamed Lorenzo the Magnificent. He's been described as the most powerful, the most famous, the most brilliant, the most influential in the world of art thanks to his patronage, and the most ruthless. He came to power in Florence along with his brother in 1469 after the death of their father, and the two of them were ruling together. And nine years later, there was a conspiracy to assassinate both of them and to take control of the Republic of Florence away from the Medici. This was called the Pazzi Conspiracy. The Pazzi and the Medici were basically rival families within Florence. One of the things that had led to this whole rivalry in the conspiracy was that the Pazzi family had taken over the financial affairs of the papacy, and that was taking business away from the Medici, which the Medici did not appreciate. The ringleader in this conspiracy was Francesco de Pazzi, and he wasn't the patriarch of the Pazzi family, but he was the one that was driving all of this. The assassination was finally set to take place during Easter Mass in 1478, and Lorenzo's brother, Giuliano, was killed, but Lorenzo escaped. Afterward, though, Lorenzo sought retribution against all of his conspirators. There was a lot of hanging people, a lot of throwing them out windows, a lot of dismemberments. Overall, it was very gruesome, and there were more than 70 executions of purported co-conspirators. This whole incident, though, really shaped Lorenzo's future. It meant that his brother was dead, so he was on his own in terms of his leadership at the Republic, and it had also gotten rid of a lot of their detractors, and it demonstrated the links that he would go to. So after this whole conspiracy and the war that followed, um, he really had the support of a lot of the people of Florence. He ruled almost as a monarch, although Lorenzo really liked to describe himself as just a highly respectable citizen, not anything special. He and others in the family also acted as patrons to writers and artists and architects, including people like Botticelli and Leonardo da Vinci, among many others. There was also, of course, Michelangelo, who was brought up partially in the Medici household. Lorenzo de' Medici was also a collector of antiquities and of artwork. Basically, what they were doing, they couldn't really afford to pay for the most extravagant, biggest-name artwork, so they would find lesser-known, undiscovered talent and sort of cultivate them by their work for cheap. It's not, however, totally accurate to say that the Medici family single-handedly paid for the Renaissance. Sometimes they are described that way. 
Lorenzo was also a poet himself, in addition to his patronage of other artists. By the 1490s, though, Lorenzo's health was declining. The city of Florence was also becoming less and less enamored with the lifestyle that he had enabled and encouraged. This was a lifestyle that was just full of lavish festivals and extravagance. He died at the age of only 43. His son Giovanni later became Pope Leo X. You can learn more about this in the Stuff You Missed in History class episode, Death at the Duomo, the Pazzi Conspiracy, from March 31st, 2010. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a discovery, kind of, 